1,992 votes Hall and his vice presidential running mate Jarvis Tyner had garnered in the last election, Ted's was one. That's 0.07% of the vote, people, up from 0.03% in 72. That's momentum, baby. Ted liked voting for a sure loser. It made him feel heard. At Columbia, he had fallen in love with a miraculous Marxist, a Russian studies major from Baltimore, Rachel Sue Abramowitz an adopted blonde beauty with what must have been some sort of Scandinavian origins. She looked nothing like her name or her short, dark Eastern European adoptive parents. She was a stunning oxymoron, and Ted fell hard for her and her story that her biological father was a cop and her mother a prostitute. Rachel Sue Abramowitz claimed to have once caught crabs from Mark Rudd, but refused to join SDS or the Columbia Citizenship Council, because she thought their notions of praxis had perverted their grasp of perfect theory. She had been part of the successful Stickman filter uprising, but during the protest of the gym at Morningside Park, one of the other budding revolutionaries from a private high school in New York had squeezed her boob in a scrum, whispering, What do we want? Titty. When do we want it? Now. And that had freaked her out. Understandably. Ted did some reconnaissance and learned that Rachel Sue had a poster of the one-dimensional man himself, Herbert Marcuse, in her dorm room, like other underclass Barnard girls had posters of this passing English musical fad called The Beatles. Even though Ted was quite happy teasing allegories and wordplay high up in his ivory tower under the sway of writers like Joyce, he liked to say he preferred Finnegan's Wake to Ulysses, but that was bullshit library stud provocative grandstanding. Stevens, even though Ted was not ready to, quote, let B be the finale of Seam. Samuel, fail again, fail better, Beckett, and Thomas Pynchon. And though Pynchon had as much connection to real politic as Popeye, Ted had run out, bought, he told people he stole it, pulled a Jerry Rubin, but he didn't, he bought it, sheepishly. A copy of Das Kapital, underlined and dog-eared it to death, and tried to appear to be reading it conspicuously in all the campus spots Rachel Sue was known to haunt. When Ted's dad had seen him toting Das Kapital everywhere, he told Ted that Carl was the lesser Marx. Groucho was the genius of the family. I rank Carl ahead of Zeppo and Gummo, but behind Chico and Harpo. Ted was relieved that the nerd-chic look of SDS members had made his thick corrective lenses, 2400 vision, acceptable, even desirable. He burned his blue-and-white Columbia freshman beanie and took to hanging out on the steps of Lowe Memorial Library, speaking and trying hard to be overheard of being on from debt from his Gattungsfengsen. Ted's ridiculous ploy worked, and Rachel Sue Abramowitz had become his first love. He fell for her like Lennon fell for Marx. It lasted all four years of Columbia, but had quickly disintegrated after they graduated beyond the cocoon of campus. Out of school, he had set up to become a struggling writer, and had at least managed to pull off the struggling part, while Rachel Sue Abramowitz became perhaps the only Marxist supermodel in the history of the world. She left him for a male model temporarily, and then for a French hairstylist named Fabienne. Despite the male model and Fabienne, Rachel and Ted sporadically tried to get back together for a few more years, like planets on elliptical orbits. Ted deciding one night after a long, drunk, expensive, echoing, beeping phone call from Paris from his former Marx's former girlfriend that he would ask her to marry him. He told her he wanted to see her when she got back to the city, and they made plans to meet for Japanese food. Ted arrived dressed like an adult in a dark blue suit 
and when he spied Rachel at the table, her head down reading the menu, his heart swelled with love, and he knew he was doing the right thing. When she looked up, he saw some new depth in her eyes and figured it was a shared vision of their future. He kissed her hello on the lips and felt himself getting hard. She had that effect on him just walking in the room. It was Pavlovian, they always joked, and called it Cocklovian. Ted ordered a big bottle of sake. He looked at her and swelled once more. Oh, how he loved making love to her, this genius offspring of cop and whore. They both spoke at once, as in the most cliched of romantic comedies. I have some news. Jinx, ha <laughs> ha. You go first. No, you go first. No, you, no, you. Ted's news would be a question. Rachel, will you marry me? But like the gentleman he hoped to be, he insisted Rachel go ahead of him. He could read the love and passion in her eyes. He saw their communist future together. He felt that his species being would be integrated and fulfilled by the simple things in life. Good work.